welcome back to Word Up with Danny Katz. I am your host, Danny Katz. I am an author, journalist, and a quantum languaging coach and consultant. What that means is that I teach people how language programs consciousness, how language programs reality at large, and how to transform reality and evolve our consciousness with language. I've also been known to cultivate and share an opinion or two or 12 about culture and consciousness and how they are evolving, devolving, and being manipulated by the powers that were. Here at Word Up, we are devoted to fostering critical thinking while supporting you in becoming your most authentic, empowered, liberated, realized, amazing version of yourself. Our every show aims to expand your consciousness, raise your frequency, sharpen your critical thinking skills, and make you giggle. (laughs) And think. Given the radical uptick in censorship over the past few years, combined with the complete co-opting slash decimation of my own personal industry, journalism, I started Word Up to have a free speech-friendly platform in which to engage exploratory, solutions-based conversations with visionaries, mystics, original thinkers, and rebel badasses who are helping to make the world more wonderful. The first half of my interviews run between 30 to 90 minutes and are always posted here for free public listening. The second halves are reserved for paid supporters on my Patreon and my Locals platforms, where for as little as $5 a month, you can access all of my second half conversations along with oodles of other bonus content and opportunities to drop in with me, to drop in with our High Vibe tribe, and lots of other awesome things. In addition to interviews, Word Up also features quantum languaging upgrades, planetary service announcements, and propaganda analysis, which I call Spot the Propaganda. Thank you so much for tuning in and for sharing your sacred attention with me and our high vibe tribe of change makers. Be sure to click that subscribe button so you can stay abreast of our every episode. Thank you for also clicking the like button, for sharing far and wide, and for leaving some kind words as a review as you are authentically inspired. As well, if you are gleaning any value whatsoever from these shows, consider supporting me on Locals and or Patreon. And as you are wanting to learn more about my quantum languaging coaching and consulting services or nab copies of my books, find me on dannycats.com as well as on quantumlanguaging.com. Okay, I think that's it for our housekeeping. Buckle up and prepare to enjoy this episode of Word Up with Danny Katz. Hey, superstars, welcome back to another episode of Word Up with Danny Katz. Today, I am joined by Meredith Swain, co-host of the Gold Pill podcast, astrologer and intuitive. Before we dive into today's episode, which was a juicy one, um, I am reminding you to click that subscribe button to like, to share, to comment. Your every comment goes a long way in uh, nudging me ever higher in the algorithmic hierarchy. I'm also reminding you that the show is divided into two halves. The first half is free on all of the audio podcast platforms, as well as on my locals page and YouTube. The second half is available for paid supporters who are supporting me on Patreon and on Locals. You can find links to both of those pages below. Pick your favorite platform or both because abundance rocks. And for as little as $5 a month, you will get uh, access to all of my second half conversations plus oodles of bonus content. I think that does it for housekeeping. Oh, reminding you to sign up for my newsletter at dannycats.com. Uh, I haven't sent one out in a while, but given the uh, creepy censorship going on, it is the best way for you and I to stay in touch. I recommend signing up now while you're listening or watching. Just open up a new browser, go to dannycats.com, drop in your email. You will get free five free quantum lingering hacks for instant empowerment. 
And then you will find out when my new book drops, which is coming very super soon. And when I'm hosting webinars, offering courses, doing live events, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, that does it for housekeeping. Buckle up and prepare to enjoy my conversation with Miss Meredith Swain. talk about the astrology there's some things that are a little bit more long game like how I've noticed that even though there's all this like scarcity pumping through the field or whatever like they're really like trying to make sure that we know that it's a scarce time to be a human being right um it seems like there's like a, another thing happening altogether where it's like the energy economy where like if you are like I mean, I don't really necessarily believe that it's about like vibrating as high as possible because I think that's like you're in for a crash, right? But I think like that I've been doing great. Like, have you, I mean, it's so weird, like, like financially, like I've been like, and I've, I'm noticing that other people that are aligned maybe in whatever way are also doing great with their resources. And so I'm like, that just doesn't track with like what the narrative is. It doesn't make sense to me. I'm like, are we living in like another dimension? And so there's just a lot of different ideas that I have that are, this is what's hot and alive for me right now. So cool. I love that. I mean, for me, I don't like, I've never consensus reality. I feel like doesn't really apply to me. So it does, you know, like when they say this is what's happening, I never assume that that's also going to apply to me as well. That's good. Yeah. I think that that's a really important part of like deep brainwashing, like re re rewashing our mind ourselves. Right. And kind of like getting proper with that, understanding that no, like, um, I mean, I do see on one level, like a lot of um, resources being digitized, uh, you know, and a lot of things being digitized, but at the same time, it's like, we're all doing fine. You know, the people who are like, I think, and I wonder too, based on my recent experiences, if it is as cut and dry and clean as like, you know, if you got the jab, then you're an NPC. And if you didn't, then you're not, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's that clean and clear, you know? So I'm just, yeah. I don't yeah, no, I, I definitely don't think it's that per se. I think it's just like, again, it's the power of suggestion. I was talking to a friend of mine about like, um, how we've got this and you know the breakaway society is going to be so much fun and we're all going to be together and we're going to wish we'd done it sooner and he's like what are you just faking it till you make it and i'm like that's all they do yeah. they just keep faking it until enough dumbasses buy into it and give mm -hmm. legitimacy to whatever they're faking like that's how this whole reality construct works just yeah. write a story keep repeating it and whoever signs on to the you know the story the most is the story that becomes reality. Yeah. And so it's like, we have to be like better and like more like diligent propagandists than they are. Right. Yeah. And you're doing such a great job of that. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. I think um, I was definitely like really out here doing it like in 2021 and 2022, but I've kind of like taken like a step back a little bit from that to like rebrainwash myself, you know, because the last few years were fucking brutal in some ways, not in all ways. I mean, in some ways they were great, but I think like for people who were like supporting on the front lines of this and not for like the healthcare workers of the front lines, but more, more <laughs> like um, people like I was actually like in support, like to people in like who were vaccine injured or like people who were in my town or you know, I'm kind of made myself like a safe person for that. And so I felt like I was doing a lot of like free labor, like, but it's, that's the thing. If you're in it to win it, if you're in it for the cause, like it's, you know, we all matter like on that level. So I was just kind of like, I think I was burnt out from that. And so this year I've been kind of like, you know, coming back inside a little bit more. I've been doing the same for different reasons, which I want to talk to you about. But what do you mean by re-brainwash? 
Well, I think that like, you know, since we're young, like we get sort of like bombarded with all of these different messages. One of the things that was like the biggest like black pill, red pill, whatever was like, um, just seeing all of the occult symbolism inside of like, you know, logos for fast food restaurants and within music. And like, I recognize that it's a lot of, like you said, like hip, like a post hypnotic, like, like suggestion. Right. And so realizing that I find that it's important to constantly be telling ourselves different messages. And for me, I do it in like words, you know, words sometimes like I do it with words, but I also like run colors through my body a lot or like through my brain a lot. Like I work a lot visually. I'm a Pisces moon. I'm not sure you're an Aries moon, right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> of that. Um, <laughs> Until yeah. you piss me off. <laughs> oh, I know. And then it's like, and then it's like, and then it's over before it even started too. That's the best part about Aries moon is that, but for me, like, oh, Pisces moons can hide shit better. Like I can hide things from myself. Like you wouldn't even, like, I wouldn't even know that. Mm -mm. So I have to be careful of that. Thank you for saying that because I feel like the water signs or those who are animated by water signs aren't aware of how they can't necessarily tell the truth or be fully transparent. And then people say, but I totally am. And I'm like, except for all the ways that you're lying to yourself that you don't know about it because it's just how you're wired. Yeah. Yeah. Like, especially I think like, I mean, maybe Cancer and Scorpio moons don't have this problem, but I know for myself, like, I will be like, no, well, I'm a sad rising. So I'm like, oh, everything is great. Everything is fine. I'm so happy, you know, and like, I don't have any trauma, you know, and then it's just like, and then I'll find myself just like completely like lambasted on my bed, like horizontal and I'll be in so much like physical pain. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like all, this is all emotional, you know? And I think as well, like that's another thing too, is with how um, the physical and emotional work together, I kind of wonder about that with like with spike protein sickness, right. That you're dealing with or that, you know, I mean, I've dealt with a little bit of thrush, but that's about it. Like, you know, of which is like an immune, an immunity, like, you know, kind of taking a hit. Right. And so I'm wondering like, you know, what is it that we're all like the unvaccinated people? What is it that we're all suffering with? Right. And I can't help, but think that it's like variations on variations on variations of feeling unsafe, you know, and like in our bodies and like, and in the world and like, you know, and that's, yeah, just like not a really good place to be. So it's like, how do you work against that current that suggests that you are unsafe, right? I mean, it's like, so that's why, I don't know, I just have like a bunch of tools and I'm sure that that's kind of how you get by too, is like by having like so many fucking like tools that you're just like, you become a tool. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. a walking toolbox. So um, since yeah. we're just jumping around in a nonlinear fashion, Aquarius style. Yes, um, I'm into it. <laughs> are you still active with Gold Pill? Are you guys still recording podcasts? Is that still happening? Yeah, like I, I would love to be a little bit more active with it. Um, right now, I feel like, well, okay, Amy and I are both, I think, going through some stuff. And, you know, that's led into like, you know, I think us like recording a little bit less often, like we both have like, I mean, the gold pill is like an egregore. Like it's like a, it's like an idea, like it's like a thought form that will always be there and will always exist. I'm just not sure. Like, you know, I think Amy and I both have like stuff going on. So when we try to podcast, it's like either like the technology gets kind of weird or like one person is like, dude, I'm fucking emotional today. Like, you know what I mean? Or whatever. Right. And so, I mean, she's a Pisces. I'm a Pisces moon. So we have that in common. And, um, and I think that that's just what's going on, but like, we're trying to like, I would love to get on like a regular schedule where we're doing like 45 minutes of like 45 minutes on Patreon, 45 minutes, like, you know, on like the public. Right. And like, um, and do that like twice a week and like really get in the swing of things. But I think like, um, yeah, the nonlinear and the the Piscean definitely takes the the cake and the precedence in that relationship. And um, that's okay, right? So I love um, that you guys honor that with one another and give each other that leeway. Twice a week is ambitious as fuck. Like I love oh that my you gosh. have that goal. That's yeah, awesome. like just to like 
Just thank you for saying that, by the way, because you never know like what is like enough and what's not enough. Like I'm a mental projector in human design, which is so fucking weird, by the way. Um, How do you experience that? And what, what is weird about it? I don't really like it, to be honest. Um, I have never like people get into such a sweet spot with their design and when they grok it and when they're like, "Mm, yeah, like, and I haven't really had that moment yet. I think that my design works better for other people than for me. Um, because like, I mean, raw Uruhu or whatever, the creator of human design, he said that like, it is like extremely difficult to be a mental projector and like, basically like good luck and like, hope you like, um, like trial and error. And like, it's really easy to get lost in the Maya because we don't have any bottom definition at all. It's just the top two centers Mm -hmm. or the top three in some cases. And so for me, I've always felt like a floating head and like, it's very easy for me to get lost in that, like to get lost in the story and to get lost in like the constant, you know, and so like when it comes to relationships or when it comes to, um, yeah, everything really, I think I apply a lot more thought, um, and a lot more like, uh, and then also there's the projector component of needing to rest a lot, which is true. Like I actually, I have always like spent like a third of my day, like on my back, regardless of like, you know, and it, it life takes it from me if I don't give it to myself. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to, I'm starting massage school at the end of this month because fuck it. Why not? I've always wanted to learn about the body. And so, um, I just made my payment for the summer classes and I'm super excited to do that. Congratulations! That's really smart. That's a smart trade skill to set yourself up with. Thank you, girl. I really appreciate that because, and it's kind of, it feels impractical to go back to school right now on some level for me. No, no, no. You're like, no, it's not. Okay. So that's good. That's good feedback. Um, because I don't know, but I've, I've had a medical intuition gift beginning to really like fill in, in the last, um, few years, I like got the memo about the jab. As soon as I heard about it, I was like, oh my God, it like it, everybody has like a plus and minus like at the center of their heart. Right. And that's like what creates the natural, like human heart field. Um, and the spike protein is actually intended by the way, to create, minus plus to flip the like polarity at the center of somebody's chest. This is what came to me. Right. So, um, I've practiced this on Ryan on flipping his polarity back, um, to where it was. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, he's noticing some like improvements and like general overall health and like well being and stuff like that. So I think that it, it basically creates like a black hole in people, you know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm that like natural plus minus the natural like masculine and feminine balance or whatever that's here it keeps us protected it keeps us aligned it keeps us like in that space and so if you have like of an inversion there then it creates like a like a black hole or like um you know like it sucks you know people's energy and that's why everybody's you know fucked up from it. But anyway, so uh, I've got this medical intuition gift that's been filling in in a lot of different ways. And then I've also been working on like spell work for people's health issues, like behind the scenes. And I'm aware that like with medical massage, I'm just and medical astrology. Oh, yeah, you'll you'll clean up. All right. So uh, you said something that I just want to jump on which is about the spike proteins creating the reverse because I had posted, you know, for the audience listening, I got like really slammed with a spike protein um, reaction. And I posted on one of the threads that I track on um, Telegram, like, hey, what are we doing for like really extreme spike protein reactions? And The person who runs a thread who I love, she's like, it's not spike protein, it's frequency. And this is one thing that I'm starting to get less and less tolerant of within our community is that we all know everything. And it's like, oh. I'm, t- I'm, it's annoyed. I'm annoyed by it. It's like, so we read a couple articles, like, and now we're the experts. Oh my uh, gosh, you are preaching to the fucking choir right now. I can't deal with anybody like that right now. Yeah. And then, so then I, I like, I start reading the article and I'm like, I don't have time to get a PhD in in whatever 
like genocide is being off gas to figure out what I need to do. Do you know what I'm saying? Have you heard this, that like, there's no such thing as spike protein. It's only graphene or it's only this, or it's only this or women. Yes. I know everything. And I'm more <laughs> awake and aware than you are. So yes. don't yourself. It's so unhealed to me. Like that, the level of like, it's just very Capricorn. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of what we're moving away from. Right. Like we have to like, you know, open up. And I think, I mean, and also like, I don't know if you've ever like strolled into the gold pill comment section, but it's a disaster of that, of exactly that. It's like, everybody's so vitriolic and is like using it as a, an excuse to like hurt people, other people. And so, and I get it. Like, we're all right. We're right. Okay. We're right. We, and we know how much that hurts, you know, it hurts. And like, I get it, but just deal with your shit. Do you know what I mean? Right. I think the words, it's words, 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 it's spike protein, it's frequency. It is what it is, whatever it is, you can feel that something is wrong and it needs to be corrected, you know, and I'm the first to usually maybe split hairs over words and whatever, but I'm just, um, yeah, it's like, I've done more research than you have. And so therefore, like, I know what, you know, it does. It is a frequency. It's like, there's, um, we have like metals inside of us, regardless that like ping on like an external frequency. So you can like, there's a lot of things that people can do, I think, to like really shield themselves and even to clear themselves like of this all, you know, that's my opinion. Not, you know, I don't think you can reverse gene therapy, right? And I don't think that, you know, I think that it's all around us like this, the stuff too, you know, so it is kind of about having like seniority in your space, right? my space, you know, and this is it. And only what I say and think in this space goes right. Yeah. But yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up. Cause I hate that. Oh, it's just, it's been so annoying <laughs> to witness. It, I know. And I know like you guys at gold pill are way more active posted. I've really pulled back these past several, mm-hmm. this whole year. I'm like, and I don't know if this is Pluto and Aquarius, but I'm for me, like, I don't care anymore except I do, but like, I feel like I kind of don't and humanity's made their choice. And I don't think anything I do or say is going to help. So I've just been more about protecting my energy, but I'm curious your path with that from when gold pill started and where yeah. we're at in the world now, like, what is your intention with it? Like, what are you trying to do with it now versus whatever you were trying to do with it back when you started it? Well, when we started it, so we started it in 2021 and both Amy and I had like this massive like feeling. And I would say that this feeling does not necessarily go away. We just learn how to like tease it out, work with it, heal it. Um, But both of us had like these like really like strong feelings of like impending doom, you know, and um And I would say that that's probably wise, to be honest. I think a lot of us got that memo, you know, especially like in 2021, when we saw things going in a very strange direction. So we both were kind of like blackpilled is what we called it, where like we were just like, it's all fucked. Like, it's all just like hopeless and I don't care anymore. And and everybody's just choosing to just destroy this, you know, it was like, we were both like really, really upset about it actually. And, and I, and I still on some level, I still kind of, um, I can get there some days. Right. Um, but I would say that like, it's much less about like waking anybody up. I think that maybe perhaps like what we're both kind of doing you and I, and like going a little bit more inward, cause I'm not necessarily posting as much about the capital T truth of everything, not, you know, but, um, is like, we recognize the futility of trying to wake people up over the internet, like, go fuck you. And like, you know what I mean? Like if you, but if you are, um, open and if you are willing and if you are humble and if you're willing to like, um, you know, surrender to whatever, like, you know, not to whatever, but just like to surrender your fucking, like, you know, your, like know-it-allness of everything, right? Like a lot of truthers are like very much not willing to surrender that. I think that like we can, 
do a lot to actually like, I don't, I think that this is all being game theoried and like mapped out and like changed and then changed again and changed and then changed again, like um, probability or like, you know, rolling a dice or something. Right. So I feel that we actually have like way more control over it than like we even like would ever realize. Right. So that's why I think that um, like, they don't fucking know what they're doing or like what comes next really in the, in the timeline, like there's a general like outline of like NWO and like what, you know, what the deal is, but it's like, I think that it's just like what you feel that there's a, you know, there's a thought and a ritual component that we can enact that actually does help things. So I think that's my focus is more like, you know, with my clients and things like this is really getting them engaged in the magical process for themselves. Right. Because obviously like billions and billions of dollars would not be spent to control people's mind unless, um, you know, it was useful to do so. Right. So yeah. Watching. Yeah. I've started like what I realize is just with so many of us with all that we know, cause we're such smart truthers and we're talking about the same ops and giving them life and giving them legitimacy and hearing so many of us saying, and then this is going to happen. And then this is going to happen. And there's like a social cachet of like, I know, but we're also doing their dirty work for them. That's right. And I, and I just got to the place where, and I can't tell if it's, you know, Pluto in Aquarius sitting on my fucking sun unrelentingly for way too long so or having just outgrown it. But I'm like, I can't talk about it anymore. Like, I don't want to give it any more of my sacred attention. I don't want to mm-hmm. give it any more validation. It's stupid. I'd rather be in nature and connect with friends. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I think that like what I think that's like self-preservation, like coupled with emotional maturity, because I mean, wouldn't you think it would be more useful to like make a garden of your own? Like and then you have like respectfully like more to fight for, more to live for, more to like um, you know, cast your gaze on that is not like, you know, the CBDCs and the this and that and right. And so um, I totally agree with you. And I also I feel that, you know, at the same time, so there's I have like the angel devil on my shoulder always right of like, at the same time, it seems like there's some measure of like inevitability to like what like the comforts that like we have become so accustomed to. Like, you know, at some level, if we were in like a natural, maybe like a bit more like organic universe, that endless expansion, I feel like is actually possible. Like, I think that it's a a farce or a fallacy that we can't like endlessly grow and expand. I think that that's what I've been doing my whole life and that we're like wired to do. Maybe sometimes we have to like accept limitation and constriction in order to do that. But um you know, I don't, people say like, oh, it just can't grow endlessly forever. And I think that that's actually like a program or like a script, you know, and I think a lot of this, I do believe a lot of this can't be averted necessarily, but I do feel like we have a lot of like choice in the way that it goes, you know? And so, um, especially with the leaps that people are making that I'm making, I mean, like, a couple of days ago, I went to um, visit my friend at work uh, locally, and she works at a rock shop, and she dropped this big-ass rock on her foot, you know, and she was like, holy shit. She was like, I, I, I can't believe, you know, she was in pain. She was like, Meredith, can you put your hands on this, right? And so I did, and it should have been injured, but she walked away completely fine. And so I'm wondering, like, I'm like, you know, I'm like, we're pretty amazing, you know, we're really even if you think about people's recovery from like, you know, the spike protein surprise, cause it seems to be just like, whatever it's going to be for you is what it is, you know? And so um, I think that even our willingness to like, kind of keep it pressing, like through these conditions that I don't think people realize really are like truly sociopathic and like, truly like, um, like it's our souls that are very much like keeping our bodies like working, you know, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. So I have a lot of trust in that, like a lot, a lot. Um, I appreciate that. I love mm. that. So um, 
initial impetus for inviting you on, though I've, I've wanted to have you on for quite a while, but I was, I'm like, what's going to be the right thing? But let's just tiptoe our way into it. Yeah. How did you become an astrologer? And I do want to share something that I had completely blocked out. So you're the first person to hear this out loud. Mm. Feels, feels, feels good. I had an astrology column in our school paper in second grade. Oh. I forgot that I was an astrologer. You were. You were such a little Aquarius, like so ahead of your time and so much better than everyone. <laughs> I love that for you. Oh, gosh, that makes me so happy to think about. Um, well, I went to school for psychology and cognitive science um, and, you know, was very much like invested in understanding like the motivations behind people's behavior and um, was really interested in studying the brain for a long time. I actually worked in um, an EEG uh, like lab where like I would apply like the brain caps and like watch people as they like um, either meditated or were like distracted or whatever. So interesting. And so um, I was working at also a yoga studio and I was, um, you know, I was tending to the desk and somebody I think asked me like what my moon sign was. And I was like, what do you mean? And then I started to basically like, I mean, you know how it goes when you are inherently a researcher and you find out that there's something more to life, you know, than what you thought initially there was. And so um, I looked up my whole chart and I felt like so, I mean, that's how it goes for a lot of people, I think, is that they feel so deeply attacked or like deeply seen or whatever it is, you know, depending on, depending on the person. And so I felt fucking like so attacked when I, when I looked at it, I was like, oh my gosh, no wonder. So I've always felt like a fake Leo. Like I'm not a real Leo. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, I have like the hair and like, I guess I have the presence or whatever, but I'm always the first person to apologize. Like I, you know, have like a little bit, I'm a little bit more maybe contained than some other Leos out here. And so I was like, oh, you know, I wonder why that is. And I wonder what's up with that. And so I looked and I was like, okay, well, I'm basically like a, like a Leo that's like inside of a puddle that has some dirt in it. You know what I mean? So it's like water and earth Leo. And I was like, okay, that makes sense to me. So from there, I just started studying and studying and studying and like kind of reading everything that I could get my hands on, studying, learning about podcasts, just whatever, like all these different like forms of, um, yeah, of like gaining access to this knowledge that it felt like it was something that I already knew, of course, you know, because it just really like it came super easily to me. And then I started to kind of like read charts at parties and was reading, you know, like and then finally, I was asked to, um, you know, kind of like uh, show up at this like yoga studio and do charts. And I, so I was being kind of like sought out for that. And I was applying to um, PhD programs after I graduated and the universe just kind of took me in a different direction. It was very much like, no, you have a knack for this. You don't need this to do what you want to do. Just come over here, you know? And so, um, yeah. So I guess it was like four or five years after I discovered it that I started my business. And then from there, I've been pretty much just like working ever since it was like uh, seven years ago now. So yeah, uh, that's how I discovered it. And, um, and yeah, but it's been, it's been everything. It's not just astrology. I've been like, um, very much when I turn my head in the direction of the intuitive arts at all, whether it's like, you know, helping someone psychically or doing witchcraft or doing energy work or like whatever it is, when I turn my head in that direction, it just like, it like blooms and, and flourishes. And I genuinely believe that like, if something, if a path is like meant for you, then that's how it's going to feel is you're going to feel like, wow, yeah, this is really right for me. Or like, I feel like people are really responding to this. And so, um, I guess it's uh, since 2018 that I've been solely working for myself, um, just kind of being a mystical, you know, really just being myself and like somehow getting paid for it, you know. <laughs> what are the pieces of your own chart that point to this path for you? Oh, okay. That's a really good question. Well, um, let's see. So I have a Pisces moon. I think we mentioned that whenever, like uh, before uh, and, uh, yeah, I think that that makes me 
almost like too sympathetic with other people where like there's a process of learning how to kind of like differentiate like your energy from another's energy because I can literally like I mean this sounds weird and like you know people are probably going to be like "Hmm, that's kind of kind of sus but I can like be inside of someone else's body and if I'm not conscious I'm not even realizing that that's what what's happening right so that level of sensitivity like looked like in the early part of my life, health issues, emotional problems, just being extremely like current in like a very negative direction. And so as soon as I recognized like, oh my gosh, like that's what I'm doing. I'm literally like way um, sympathizing with people uh, too much. (laughs) And I was able to kind of um, discover some tools that would help me to you know, you're over here in your bubble and I'm over here in my bubble and it's a little bit more clean. It's a little bit more appropriate after I'm, after I leave, I'm going to squeegee myself out and then just keep it pressing. I noticed that all of my problems basically like went away when I started doing this. Right. And so, um, and then also I have some eighth house placements and some ninth house placements, placements, which gives like, Um, you know, natural, like clairvoyance and ability to hold space for what is just like dark, frankly. Um, I get called on for the weirdest stuff. Like if people have like an entity that won't leave them alone, or like if somebody, you know, has like, um, like some type of like very obscure spiritual problem that they need help figuring out, I will get those calls. And um, I think that's why. So yeah, uh, that's, that's that just there's a lot it's like a, it's like all a like a whole big working working picture but I would say uh my sensitivity has not always been um uh seen as a gift by me it's been seen as a curse a lot of times I'm sure you know what that's like but I think that's any any sensitive person it's it is a curse and a blessing Yeah. Cause you really have to learn. Well, okay. So we live in a society where it's like really not, um, encouraged to kind of like make your own life how you want it to be. Right. And I've only, I've, I've, I have to do that. Like I cannot live the like normal life. If I live the normal life, I'm going to like, I'll die in five years. Like, I'm not even kidding. And I know that's like, I should cancel clear delete, but you know, it's, I can't do that. I can't do that. So I have to, you know, architect my life in a way where, I'm able to honor my sensitivity. And even then it it becomes challenging because people place demands on other people. And that's kind of like how, how we do life here at this point in time. Well, and that's why I was so struck by how you and Amy are doing your podcast. And I love that, that like you both Mm. honor that sensitivity in one another. And it's also such a feminine you know, way of going about it when we've, you know, we've been so masculine in this like hustle culture. And it's like, I mean, in reality, and I love gold pill podcasts, don't get me wrong. And I love my podcast too, but like, we're not carrying cancer. Like it's not, you know, if we take some time off, it's really okay. It really is. And then honestly, like the work that you do from that point on, is like so much better. Like, I don't know if you've ever like just taken a, a weekend, like to just chill out and not do anything but the work that you end up doing from that is usually like way better because you've had a chance to you know this culture does really promote like being busy and hustling and doing it right and so I'm going to school and I'm like "Mm," I'm like how I'm like you know I'm I'm kind of I'm looking forward to it in so many ways because I'm really excited to learn all of the body terms. I'm doing medical terminology this summer, Um, but it's going to be like two classes in two months. And I'm aware that, you know, that's going to be like an additional sort of an additional thing on my plate. So I'm like, shit, well, shit, what can I like take off of my plate to accommodate? Yeah, 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 for sure. So, um, yeah. And then I was raised by two generators, um, two sacral generators. And so the expectation that I was always going to be on or that I was always going to be doing something was definitely there. And then I think about like the type of work that I'm doing compared to the type of work that my parents were doing when they were working, very different, you know, very, very different. And like probably like closing a bunch of portals versus like going and working a bit more of a mundane job. There's just like a different energetic, like 
output and distribution, I guess, with that. So yeah, <laughs> I, I'm a manifesting generator. So I'm supposed to be doing a lot at all times, but I don't want to do that anymore. So now, like right now, I'm working against my own design and saying like, no, I'm actually not doing that. And I also think that when we just keep going, 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 we get stuck in the same grooves and things get stale and we're recycling old ideas. And mm -hmm. I remember once seeing an interview between Quentin Tarantino and Fiona Apple, and they were talking about, it, Quentin Tarantino was saying how like Hollywood was always on him for not making enough movies. Mm -hmm. And Fiona was saying like the record industry was on her for not putting out music fast enough. But you look at um, how innovative both of their artistry is but if they were on the just like keep going keep going keep going i don't know i'm sure they wouldn't have been able to tap into you know newer different realms of creativity because right. then you're just kind of going unconsciously mm -hmm. you're not a computer like and i think that the fact that like we have this mass so the fact that in my lifetime it's always been about the hustle, honey. What can you do? What, how much can you do it? You know what I mean? Like it's always been about that. And so it makes me, it's very unsurprising that we're being pushed in the direction of transhumanism where like, you know, people are like expected to like constantly output. And I also think that a lot of that has to do with our energy as well, right? Like, because if we are really well rested and really like, mentally, like, um, there's just a different space that you can get into when you're a little bit rested. There's like a really juicy, like headspace that you can occupy. I think if we're, if we're there, then we are going to not want to be slaves, you know? And I also wanted to mention too, that I have, um, all of my friends are generators or manifesting generators. Everybody that I've ever like loved romantically is like a generator. Right. And so, because the projector and generator dynamic is very special. I I hold it very close to my my heart. Um, that dynamic, it's like meant to be. And so, um, well, will you explain it for us? Like, how do you experience those two working together so well? Sure. So, um, projectors don't have any sacral energy. So it's like very much like when we get these like random spurts that might come from the transits or they might come from people in our environment, right? So, um where generators are like 70% of the population. So if all of the generators woke up and decided like, yeah, we're done with this, then that would be like the case for the world, right? And so um, projectors have the vision, generators have the energy. It's, they're both, that's, it's both beautiful. And I've known very intuitive generators. I'm not saying that like, you know, there's no intuition or vision in generators, but the dynamic is set so that like projectors are like the guides and we're able to kind of see the, well, at least mental projectors anyway, the long sort of the vision. And like, that's why projectors have to wait for the invitation because we know what somebody else could do to better themselves. And when we, constantly like dole that out without an invitation or without like being asked that does create a lot of resentment because that's energy we do not have to spend right, right. and so um when i so yeah usually when i meet a generator that it's like it's right it's a right fit and that's manifesting generator or regular like just um like a generator generator right it's like I adopt them and they're mine and that's it like you know forever and like that's also probably a leo thing but um but yeah, I think that because like a lot of, so the, the group of generators that I have in my life that are like my generators, they are like, they're always asking me like for like wisdom snacks of like, you know, what do you think about this? Or what should I do with this? Or like, da, 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 da. and it's always like a very much like a, like a synergistic relationship. And I think also that depends on like how much conditioning somebody's done, how their channels interact with with yours. And, you know, I, there's a lot that goes into it, but I think generally like the answer to that can be like the projectors have the vision generators have the energy. So like, how should I use this energy? What should I do? What, you know, and um, I was going to say too, that generators can get burnt out pretty easily um, having to do everything. And then also you're not going to have sacral energy for everything. Like even, you know, how there's like that, like, yes and no response in your body. Like you're not going to have that for 
everything. And so if it doesn't like light you up or whatever, then you're not going to like have the energy for it. You're not going to want to do it. Sometimes what lights you up is like taking a nap, you know, and just not. So I'm really glad personally that you're like taking some time away from that. Cause I think that's healthy. It's necessary. And then also you do have like, it's the smallest planet, you know, but then it's also though he be, but little, he is fierce that Pluto, you know, is like sitting right on top of your son, which really necessitates it necessitates like going to like your psychic basement, like early and often. And you can't do that if you are like super like above the surface and topical and like making sure that everybody has their newsletter from your email on time. You know what I mean? It's like, right. So I love that you said newsletter because I have not sent out a newsletter in months and I don't care. And I was like, I should probably address people. And I was just like, no, I don't have it. And, um, Mm-mm. Yeah, and I, I appreciate your validation and and I'm curious to know if it is Pluto sitting there, but I'm just I have not done anything social aside from the conference that I went to last week. Like, I, I don't want to be around people. I don't mm-hmm. want to be in group settings. I'm just like isolating by myself and like reviewing, you know, like basically all the trauma and just seeing like what. Yeah integration what needs cleanup what needs to be felt that's kind of all i'm doing and if i remember your chart correctly and you can like edit this part out if you want to like you know just whatever but if i remember correctly i think that this is like one of those times in your life that you're really being asked to be just like selfish like we're not so aquarius people want to like do everything not in the same way that like a Libra might, but want to do everything for the world, like for the world and for humanity, it's like super important to you. And so it's just like the time to be like as selfish as possible. And that actually, to me, it extends beyond Pluto sitting on your sun. It extends like out further than that. Um, but it's kind of like, that's the whole, like the piece of the whole that I'm getting is that sometimes you have to take that space for like, it's self-preservation. It's not even selfishness and selfishness is a good thing as far as I'm concerned, because with Chiron and Aries, which is like part of what we're navigating, you know, from 2018 until I believe like 2025 or 26, I should probably, you know, look that up or something, but with Chiron and Aries, you know, people are just like giving themselves away. Right. And they're like, um, you know, giving their individuality away to this thing that like, they don't understand. Right. And so I think the more people can like, who can really dial up the individualism right now and who can dial up, like giving more of a shit about what makes them unique and like what makes them valuable as opposed to like, how much can I do today? How many things can I cross off my list? You know, maybe people wouldn't be so homogenized so easily if like, if they had like, you know, that time and space to like, you know, be selfish or whatever, like um, selfish is a good thing, I think, especially for you right now. But I think for like, for people in the world with Chiron and Aries, if you're not selfish, you're going to get mutated, right? So it's like, I mean. It's been really disorienting for me because for my entire adult life, it's just been, how can I serve humanity? How can I serve humanity? And since that's been my true North and that's been the organizing principle. And all of a sudden I'm like, I don't really care about humanity. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Because you care about people who care about themselves and humanity does not care about itself. So you're like, well, (laughs) I've done what I can do. And then also, you know, you, what I remember of like our podcast that we did on gold pill was just that, like, you've really been out here fucking doing it. Like before any of us were doing it, you were doing it. And so, and you had like the foresight and awareness to like, see the authoritarianism coming and to be like, you know, in like 2013, 20, you know, it's like way back. Right. And to be like, you know, Hey guys, uh, you know, I'm not really sure that we want to go in this direction. Uh, Hey, you know, uh, maybe we should slow down on this and maybe we should like fucking think about what we're doing so that we're not just like casting our allegiance to something that we don't really understand, you know, but everybody kind of like 
whether it's like censorship or people's ability to listen, like people kind of blew past those warnings from the people who are sage enough to see it at that point in time. Right. And so we get what we get and we don't get upset. That's how I feel. I mean, I totally, yeah. Thanks so much for tuning in to this latest episode of Word Up with Danny Katz. I am reminding slash thanking you to and for (laughs) clicking that subscribe button for liking, for sharing, for commenting, and for leaving some kind words as a review as you are authentically inspired. As you are receiving any value from my podcast, as you dig it, as you listen regularly, consider supporting me on Patreon and or Locals, where for as little as $5 a month, you get access to all of my second half podcast interviews, as well as oodles of bonus content. Your support really goes a long way in supporting me as a journalist and an independent content creator navigate her way through a really crunchy time in terms of free speech. And as you are wanting to learn more about my work in the world, my books, my products, my quantum languaging, coaching, and consulting, you can find me at dannycats.com as well as quantumlanguaging.com. And if you're not down with a membership patronage platform and want to send me one-time donation, You can use the Bitcoin link if it actually appears on your podcast listening platform. You could also send me a one-time donation by way of PayPal at dannycats at pm.me or by way of Venmo where my username is Sadie Bloom. Again, your support means the world and makes a massive, massive difference when it comes to continuing to share this work with the world. Thank you for sharing your sacred attention with me. Thank you for remembering that you are omniscopic amazingness and for having a rockin' day. See you next time, superstars.